Welcome to Be But Wise, the only podcast actively trying to seek out our body doubles. This mm-hmm. is Alondo. Hi, this is Beaven. Hey, I'm Jennifer. And the gang is back together Ooh, again. Hey, so yep, happy to yep, be together. Yeah, I know. Two episodes in a row, we're going to be together. Hey, 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 hey. This is episode 14. And speaking of uh, episode 14, um, you know, this is uh, really getting a little lengthy here. Now. We've, got, we've got a few podcasts on our what? belt now. We we get deep. number is crazy. We're getting into double digits here, kids. Yeah. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Doing excellent. Doing good? It's actually a, a nighttime segment, too, for nighttime, us, for yes, those right. of you listening. We have Beaven back. I know. This is Be Bitwise After Dark. That's <laughs> right. I've actually come back for once from the Turks and Caicos. He That's had right. a great time, That's though. right. I yes. mean, he has to come in here like wearing a lay and all that kind of I stuff, know. though. I mean, he's got to flaunt all your vacation yeah, in front of us. Uber tan and everything. That's, <laughs> he does. Right. I mean, not all of us can be beaven. I know. I know. <laughs> I just want to be beaven. I know. We all do. We all want to be beaven. That's the new podcast we're going to start next week, by the be way. Beaven. We're going to start be moving beaven. over to sub, sub podcast called, you know, be bitwise colon be beaven. That's just right. Let's be beaven. That's right. <laughs> All right, y'all, we're going to jump to our first segment, which is What It Happened Was. So you guys uh, probably take it for granted every time you go in to uh, create an uh, account on social networking. You just go in, you type your name in, you're good to go, right? You, first name, last name, email, you know, right. uh, basic information, like, you know, uh, ring size and uh, probably not that I'm sure. <laughs> um, and anyway, so you just type it in. And it's like, hey, your um, uh, username has already been used. It's probably the the worst thing you probably have happened, right? right? Or or if you try to sign up for a social networking site you've already signed up for before, it'll say this email has already been used, right? It's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're like, oh crap, I actually have an account. I just don't remember my I password. Forgot. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, a, you know, forgot password thing and recover your password. Well, um, there's a woman who has a went on social uh, social media to share her surprise that she was blocked from a website due to her offensive last name. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-oh. Nope. You want to guess what it was? Poor girl. Oh, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to hold the surprise for too long, but Natalie Weiner, oh. a sports journalist with SB Nation, found herself in a bizarre situation where she attempted to create a social media account with Max Preps, a U.S. company that lists information on high school sports leagues. Now you can imagine they probably oh, said high school. High yeah. school you can't mm-hmm. have like you know awkward last names. Right, it's right. just jokey joke. You know, like Simpson, uh, Simpson uh, fake calls or something. You know, <laughs> you know. See more butts. Amanda hug and kiss. Amanda hug and kiss. Okay, exactly. that was legit though. I mean, <laughs> I've met Mr. Hug and Kiss. <laughs> 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 so when she typed the word wiener into the correct field, uh, she received a, a message saying offensive language discovered in the last name field. Like she took a screenshot and put it on Twitter. Wow. And she was like, this is without a doubt the best thing that has ever happened to me. I am weeping. And she sure enough, she put, a, she put up the picture and it says offensive language discovered in the last name field when she typed in her name, wiener. wiener. All right. Um, so she was... <laughs> flooded with a whole bunch of replies from other twitter users with uh, the last name wiener with unfortunate names who came forward their own daily oh, struggles gosh. yeah i can imagine oh there you go paul gay says oh. i was trying to get health insurance oh steve and i i'm gonna spell it instead of saying it s-u-c-o-n-c-o-c-k 
said, tell me about it. It's terrible for oh, usernames. no. Yeah. How do you introduce that person into your new... I don't... Like, my thought is this. How do you say, hi, mom and dad, this is my boyfriend, Blank. Right. That's rough. My boyfriend, uh-huh. like here, who's... Uh, this gentleman says, uh, you know, as a um, person with a similar last name, I know the struggle is real. Because he, he would go in and be like, hey, this is my new boyfriend, Mike Dickman. Oh, man. Another one said... What are you going to do? Phillips Porn. Now... Phillips Porn. Porn. Yeah, because it looks... Yeah, yeah like right. that, you know? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, imagine how they go through just high school with those names. Too. Yeah. That's got to be rough. There's a guy here named Ben Schmuck. Oh. See, and I feel bad for these guys and these names, and that's the reason why I advocate for people changing their names. Yeah. I mean, I would say I would have talk. to. I, I look, I legally changed but my name. I you, that's I right. You did tell us. I just struggle with that because I think it's super hard to not. I mean, you did it, and you're fine with it, and I'm not judging it or saying it's a bad thing. I just think that's hard on a person mm-hmm. to have a interesting name like Do that. You, no. To just say they have to abandon their name. What do you think? Am, am I seeing it differently? Abandoning your last name? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the whole idea of last names is kind of an archaic and old concept Very anyway. Very true, yeah. Um, I know that, in fact, and this happened to us last week when my wife introduced herself. I always let her introduce herself first because, you know, the, by the Uh-oh, nature of her job, right. I know, it's like we're angry like, the gods. Here we um, go. So um, <laughs> she would introduce herself and people would instantly turn around and call me Mr. and then her last name. And I'm like, um, actually, that's her last name. I have a different last name. Right. You know, because I'm like, hey, we're progressive. I yeah. mean, I really don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. I think, it's, again, I'm not... I don't believe in this idea of I'm going to take ownership of my wife by making her change her name. Last name, right. And I was like, I just don't, I'm like, we love each other. We're married. Regardless of your name. Don't, you don't need to change your name. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of, I think last names are kind of, I don't know. Again, I just think they're, at one point in time, they served a purpose. Right. But now with everybody getting married and all that kind of stuff, unless you're in aristocracy, does it really make a difference? So let me ask you a question. So, a lot of last names came from careers or jobs or, mm-hmm. you know, right. a business you own. Mm-hmm. What business did they own? Who? My... Those people. Which people? The ones you just talked about. Oh, I have no idea what the schmucks did. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer I'm looking for. <laughs> I have no idea what a schmucker does. What other is it than that a schmuck does? I, anyway. I don't know. Schmuckers, they make jelly. Make I jelly. They, they, you know, something like that. See, but there's oh, things like that. One. Exactly. Yeah. The last name you can take some pride in, even though it sounds weird. Yeah. It's like, hey, Schmuckers made something of themselves with yeah, that last yeah. name. So, hey, yeah. there you go. Yeah, but they at least, they spell, but see, they're actually Smuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just making like a, a really a horrible schmucker. juvenile joke by calling them Schmuckers. Because <laughs> well, this guy's name was actually Schmuck. I mean, schmuck. I, don't, I don't know. Sporn? I mean, I don't know well, what sporning is. Do you? They sporn. worked no. with mold. Mold. And they born. Had you are. Sporns. It's getting really deep in here. <laughs> she is making up some stuff. <laughs> they were mold controllers mold, in the village. They were mold management company. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but being serious for a second too, like with Asian countries, I myself being Asian, a lot of 
Asian countries take pride in their last names. Absolutely. So having a last name and carrying it on for generations is important to them. For me, it's not as important as, you know, say, Chen would be. Ah, gotcha. But for my last name, it's important for me in some respects because I have a son and I want him to carry on my name. And my wife took my last name as well because she was proud of that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's just it's a personal opinion about Ah. it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and and I don't want to get too, like, historical and stuff. Of course, for black people, it was always like you were just given a last name from a slave master. So so for me, I'm like, I couldn't give a crap about my last name. (laughs) 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 Sorry. McLeese is like, (laughs) last time I checked, there was no African McLeeses. (laughs) 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 So I'm like, hey, to me, I'm like, it's a last name. I mean, whatever. And you, you can probably, you should probably bleep your last name in the, in the credits. Oh no, I think <laughs> I, I have my name. I think I have my name on the uh, on the website. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Hey. But I did, I did make sure I re- redacted my wife's name though, too. Uh, Just right. in yeah. case that uh. stalker is looming. I know exactly because shiver. That's right. Because that's how <laughs> that's how yeah. Ben Stalker is going to find him is through my wife. Ben stalking. <laughs> ben stalking. I've been stalking. <laughs> I know me some Janabler. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow, God. and that's what you're having. That is your what it happened was segment. We went way off the rails. <laughs> Geek segment. You know, I'm gonna tell you right uh, now. It, it, Janabler, are you ready? It, it's no, never ready. Yes, you are. It's always so much fun when I get ready to put these things together because you know, Beaven and Jen come into the, the the house. They come into the re- the recording studio excited. I mean, they're just jumping up and down <laughs> like Alondo. Please stop this inane babbling and get to this quiz. We want it now. And I'm like, hey guys, guys, be oh, easy. I will take you down. One time. <laughs> Oh lordy! All right, <laughs> here we go. With the challenge is accepted. Challenge. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I don't know when, but, but it will happen. <laughs> now I'm gonna say right now. If you guys want to make up a quiz and challenge me, oh my gosh, can I? I'd be more than there happy. Go, I'd be more than it. happy Send to accommodate. Like a topic, and that's right. And I would just bomb on. Yeah, it's it, gonna be about rom com details. Oh, this yeah, is amazing! You bring you that go. up See, because the you, quiz this time. Nerd rom-coms. Oh, oh, no. But nerd rom-coms. Nerd rom-coms. Now, each of these rom-coms... She blinded me with science? Has a... There's no rom-com <laughs> called She Blinded with Miss Science, I don't yeah, believe. Yeah, there was. What? Weird science. Weird science. So mm-hmm. all of these rom-coms, I'm going to give you the uh, the B bitwise summary of the rom-com. Mm-mm. And you have to guess the name okay. of the rom-com, right? Now, I mean... There, Really, for the most part, you're going to be able to get these pretty easily. I'm sure. Janabel, I'm sure this is. But I had a lot of I had a lot of fun writing these descriptions. So, all right. All right. Now we'll not tell you the name of the actor or actresses in it, unless you need help, and then I will mention them. 
Okay. So However, we can phone a friend again? Nope. No phone. You don't need to phone a friend. Not this time. Not this time. If it's a nerd rom com, you can. You no. No. I'm sure you're gonna get. When I say a nerd rom com, it doesn't mean like every character is a nerd as much as there is a nerd feel to either one character or one aspect of the rom com. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I will probably mention that nerdy aspect at some point in time. Well, let's just go. Description. All right. Bring it. Come on. All right. Number one. And by the way, you gotta let me finish the whole description before you give me the answer. Okay. All right. Because. I take pride in these descriptions. And obviously, <laughs> should have gave us buzzers, man. Like... Man, okay. Well, well, it's well, it's not a competition between two of you guys. You guys work collectively, so no reason for you to buzz in. I would hope. <laughs> I mean, unless y'all want to get into like you know battle royale kind of situation here. At which point in time, I get you guys some pitchforks and shields and stuff like that. <laughs> All right, number one, Josie Geller, a 25 year old baby faced awkward junior copywriter at the Chicago Sun Times must pose as a student at her oh. former high school to research contemporary teenage culture. Sure, she looks much older than 17, but the irony is that the actor who played her high school prom date, Guy, is actually five months older. <laughs> so it's all good in the hood. She pulls off a few um actuallys, befriends the coolest and best-looking nerd in the school, and joins a team called the Denominators. Oh, and watch Josie experience the most high-energy weed experience ever pantomimed on film. Never been kissed. Never been kissed. Is God, that good job. See, I was oh, how did I know that? I couldn't remember the title. Yeah, I looked that up and I was like, wait a minute. Drew Barrymore. So, Drew Barrymore yeah. at the at the. She's awesome. Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. at the time of that Agree. movie was uh, like twenty five. The guy she was dating, whose name was Guy, you know, who was like the coolest guy in school, right? Was older than she was. <laughs> you know, the actor was. And I was like, okay, that's odd. All right. That is a little odd. A young Jessica Alba was in that movie. I forgot about it. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of her first roles. I didn't realize that. All right. That's why you picked it. What? Uh huh. Uh huh. Don't even. He's acting like, what? No, wait, what? Jessica Alba. You picked it because of Jessica Alba. No, no. I just looked at the cast. I was trying to look for the oldest. Mm Because I always like to see who the oldest people are. I'm not a a Jessica Alba fan. We don't get down like that. Oh. Oh. No, 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 no. I'm surprised at that. No, no, no. I like all my women like uh, all the uh, females described and baby got back. All right. (laughs) Number two. (laughs) Nerdy high schooler Ronald Miller rescues cheerleader Cindy Mancini from parental punishment after she accidentally destroys her mother's designer clothes. Ronald agrees to pay for the $1,000 outfit on one condition, that she will act as though they're a couple for an entire month. As all film writers believe, all nerds want to buy, uh, all nerds want to buy with one thousand dollars as a telescope, and Ronald is no exception. Also, unlike real life, Cindy is actually dating a college guy. This is a fact that no college guy would ever admit to. He also participates in the popular '80s things of appropriating African culture for his own purposes by creating a dance for his high school dance. It's okay though; it was choreographed for Paul Abdul, so crisis averted. <laughs> I don't know that one. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know it? <laughs> no, I honestly this is don't. This 80s. 80s flip. Okay, it's about 80s. Um, All right. I will, I'll give you one clue before I start naming actors. Uh, they ride off triumphantly on a riding lawnmower at the end. I never saw that. Oh, I haven't either. No. The movie is Can't Buy Me Love. Can't I've Buy Me Love. I've heard of it, but I've oh, never yeah. watched it. That would dark be starring... Guy. A dark hair guy. Hmm. Playing on another show later on... <laughs> Mm, Patrick Dempsey, Mr. Uh, McDreamy. Yeah. Yes, like, yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah. So, 
Okay. That dark hair guy. That dark hair guy. Yeah. All right. Mm. I got you guys on that one. I'm shocked. I thought yeah, you guys would have got that one. I have not seen that one. Oh, okay. No. Number three. <laughs> I like the fact, though. So he goes to PBS and watches like an African dance. He's like, this sounds like fun. And then he just like does this dance in the middle of the prom. He was like, that looks cool. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Because yeah. that would really happen. Yeah, well, it does. You know, again, I mean, everything black people does is cool. So it's like, if you can just take a black <laughs> oh, dance, go into a theater. <clears throat> That's right. You're winning. Yeah. <laughs> right. Team Misfits Gary and Wyatt. I know you're nose oh, right off the bat. God, stop, stop, but let me nope, finish. <laughs> nope, bring it on. <laughs> Design their ideal woman on a computer and a freak lightning storm brings her to life in the form of an absolute sex human. Uh Lisa, that's her name, um, outfits Gary and Wyatt in cool clothes, surprising them with an instantly materialized Porsche and Ferrari, and helps them stand up to jerks Ian and Max. Mm-hmm. But all the while, the boys must hide Lisa's existence from Chet. Um, this would be uh, uh, Wyatt's older, bro- uh, older brother. Wyatt's nightmare for... Oh, sorry. I said right here. Wyatt's nightmare of a big brother. In typical 80s fashion, they decide to move on to some bland high school girls who happen to be the girlfriends of bland. the jerks who've harassed them and leave Lisa and her pedophilish tendencies behind. Oh, my oh goodness. My Go be then. Because we just talked about it. Yes. Weird science. Yes. I mean, it's kind of pedophilish. It is. Weird science. Kind of, it's kind of... You kind of... Yeah. It's well, pedophilish. You kind of think about it. the best, though. <laughs> it was... It was great. It was a great movie, but when you think about it, yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. Did that really go? (laughs) That that was okay back then. (laughs) Well, it's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off when he rolls up to pick up his girlfriend and he's playing the dad's role. Yes. And the principal's like, oh, that's he's like, kiss for your daddy. Yeah. And the principal's like, "Mm." yeah, like Mm -hmm. you said, it's like, how did that? That would not roll today. That would not definitely. actually, it didn't roll then either. (laughs) (laughs) I I cringed. You know what? One of the jerk boyfriends who was. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised when he I learned that. He played that role well. Yeah, uh-huh. so it was uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Yep. Um, why it was Ian uh, Mitchell Smith, which you guys probably remember. Of course, Lisa was Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. Um, Robert Downey Jr., Robert Rustler, and of course, Chet was Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Rest Paxton. in peace. Yes. Bill Paxton. This dude, but what? Man, I love that dude <laughs> all day long. Oh, he was fantastic. Yep. All right, number four. <clears throat> Jim, Oz, Finch, and Kevin are four friends who make a pact that before they graduate, they will all lose their virginity. The hard job now is how to reach that goal by prom night. Whilst Oz, a jock, begins singing to grab attention, and Kevin, a bland boy absent any personality, tries to persuade his girlfriend, Finch, a quirky nerd with almost sociopathic tendencies, tries an any easy route of spreading rumors, and Jim, the awkward boy who becomes the butt of every joke, just fails miserably all around. Whether it is being caught on top of a pie or on the internet, Jim always ends up with his trusty sex advice from his father. Will they achieve their goal of getting laid by prom night, or will they learn something much uh, much different, like alternative uses for band instruments? Do you know this one? No. Are you sure? Well, really? Positive. Oh, wow. I thought for sure this was going to be like another softball pitch right down the middle of the plate. American Pie. American uh, Pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As soon as you said pie, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So these next three, um, I think, might, a little tougher. Oh, a little great. tougher. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, of course, they're getting progressively tougher. You know, well, Can't so. Hardly Wait was kind of tough because we've never seen it. <laughs> I thought that was going to be an easy one because I thought everybody knew about, you know, Dr. McDreamy and all of his uh, roles. <laughs> all right. 
Rob Gordon, movie's first hipster, is the owner of a failing record store in Chicago where he sells music the old-fashioned way on vinyl. Although they have an although he has an encyclopedic knowledge of pop music and are consumed by the music scene, it's of no help to Rob when his longtime girlfriend Laura walks out on him. As he examines his failed attempts at romance and happiness, the process finds him being dragged, kicked, and screaming into adulthood. It's got to be one of two movies. Go ahead. What you, what you got? Do you have anything, Jen? No, because the one I thought is not that. It is. Okay, I can give you guys one hint. Sure. Um, and the hint, I'll give you the hint of the uh, the main actor in the movie, which is John Cusack. Ah, got it. High fidelity. High fidelity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to yeah. say that either no, or Empire no. Records. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> movie number six. Struggling musician Peter Bretter is be- is better known as the boyfriend of TV star Sarah. After she unceremoniously dumps him, he feels lost and alone, but makes a last ditch bid to get over it by going to Hawaii. However, she and her new boyfriend are there in the same hotel. Maybe he can navigate the ordeal ordeal by participating in a series of Skype calls with his stepbrother, best friend Brian. Or by awkwardly flirting with a front desk clerk named Rachel, or participating in pig mutilation with a native Hawaiian named Chemo. Hopefully, that Dracula <laughs> musical turns out okay. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Well done, well done. And the last one. This is going to be the toughie if you guys haven't seen it. Mila um, Kulin was hot in that movie, by the way. Mila Kulin was really, she was, she was chill. She was oh, chill. Yeah. I like that movie because she was just so chill, so cool. Um, he's not about that either. Who? He's you not just, about that. Yeah, you're not, she's too much like Jessica Alba. No, yeah. it's not a look. I just like she's chill and cool. I mean, she just does her, you know, does her own thing. I like when she's she gets ready to go fight the ex boyfriend. Though, oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you like, not to I come back to this beach. Her, I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like some feisty. All right, a cocky ad executive and closet Star Trek enthusiast, Marcus, has a reputation as a ladies' man. However, he gets a taste of his own medicine when a merger finds him under the beautiful Jacqueline, who has a similar cavalier attitude uh, towards romance. Marcus and Jacqueline become involved, but he is put off by her noncommittal approach to their relationship, regardless of how good her feet look. Meanwhile, Marcus also begins to develop feelings for the far prettier and classier Angela. Luckily, his friends Tyler and Gerard are there to help him out with comparisons to pool tables, to the plight of black men, and parents who get freaky in the rabbit adorned ensembles. Oh, did I mention that Marcus stole Angela from Gerard? I didn't. Well, forget that and enjoy an older vixen whispering that she's not wearing any pants. Oh, yes. I don't know that one. Yes, I know that one. You know what? Oh, the end. You didn't know the end. Jessica Rabbit? It's got to be Boomerang. It's Boomerang. Strong J. Strong J. Strong J. She's like, I'm not wearing any pants. And Eartha Kitt. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Oh, you've got to see that. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Fantastic. I'm halfway there. I am excited. Classic. I'm excited. Excited about the fact that you haven't seen it because you're going to watch that movie and you're going to it's, just... It's great. Oh, I feel okay. like my, my description was on point on that one. Yes. Okay. I didn't get it until you started saying the, the end stuff with yeah, yeah, you yeah. not wearing any pants. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but... Oh, okay. And it's terrible because it's like I think about the fact that I was like, oh, that's right. Eddie Murphy took yep. Halle Berry from David Alan Greer. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, that's not right. That was so wrong. Yeah, so anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for participating in my uh, uh, Do You Even Geek 
with uh, nerd rom com, right? So. Well, thanks for modifying it to my yeah, man. Spec. Oh, I, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm gonna switch my it up interest. a little bit. Yeah, your interest. That your was interest. very thoughtful. <laughs> Thank you. I do what I can. All right. Well, uh, it's time for us to get our main topic for this week in a segment that we call "Say What? Say What? Say What?" All Say right. What? And this week's topic is, excuse me, the Internet of Things. Um, and I know that's kind of a, I know some people just abbreviate like IoT. Um, and we're just talk about what that actually means and all the little devices that you uh, have that are probably contributing to that, and then some um, things you need to can you know kind of be concerned about in terms of security for that. So let's uh, break off into the internet. The refrigerator talks to the coffee maker, the intercom talks to the television, and we all talk to New Hampshire. And we crash the server, crash the server, we are the internet of things, and then we crash the server, crash the server, we are the internet. All right, guys. So, the Internet of Things, and I know it sounds kind of, that's a real techie term, um, but it's simply uh, connecting any device with an on and off switch to the Internet. I mean, that's really all it is. Okay. All right? So, it's if you take something that typically you just turn on and flick on, like an oven, but then you connect to the Internet, that becomes part of the Internet of Things. Right. Okay. Um, so, it's smart enabling, like, you know, what typically would have been considered a dumb device. Um, this includes everything from uh, cell phones, coffee makers, washing machines, headphones, lamps, wearable devices, almost anything else you can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, it also applies to components of machines. For example, if you were like in a uh, manufacturing plant and you made uh, jet engines, right? And you made part of it where it connects to the internet so you could track, you know, how it's like performing, it's sure. like overheating or something like that. That yeah. would also be considered part of that okay um the analyst firm gartner and they're basically like the uh the guys that know everything about it they say that by 2020 there will be and i had to check this number twice because i didn't believe it by 2020 there will be over 26 billion connected internet of thing devices wow yeah that's a staggering that's number wow it's crazy mm-hmm. um now internet of things is a giant network of things um, which also includes people and the relationships between uh, it's the relationships between people and people. So, like, let's say you have an internet thing and I have an internet thing, and it mm-hmm. communicates. Um, it's the connection between people and things. So, like, if I had something on me and it communicated with the car, for example, my car letting me know where I parked it, right? Because oh yeah, you know that's you, a big one. Oh yeah, you know you go on a parking lot, park it, and you leave it, and you're like, oh, I parked somewhere at Bush Gardens. I don't know what lot right. though. You know, exactly. And that who who here has never experienced that? Exactly. Oh, like everyone yeah. at some point in time. It's terrible. Yeah, and it also it describes things talking to things, where mm-hmm. it's like, um, it, let's say you have, uh, and I talk about this example later, a little later. If you have it, like your alarm clock goes off. At six in the morning, and it communicates to your coffee maker and says, "Hey, mm-hmm. um, I just went off at six. Could you start that. brewing coffee?" Yeah, and that's real. And that hey, you, can, you can do that now. That, you can do I'm that sure. now. Mm-hmm. So I could get crowbeat coffee on the fly. Well, like, I mean, coffee. We're, we're still building yes. building out our infrastructure for crowbeat coffee, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're getting there. 
<laughs> we're, we're still working on a delivery platform, but uh, yeah. Yeah, but we're crowdsourcing funding right now. <laughs> Don't forget the cockroach milk creamer. Oh, well, sh- I mean, that's the reason why it's taking a while. I mean, you know, cockroaches, you know, they only give up we so much milk. We gotta, like, really work hard to get all that creamer. I know, I know. Do not ask for extra. No, no, no. <laughs> But I'm going to tell you right now, my complexion's gotten much, much better ever since I started drinking cockroach milk. Later. I'm telling you, uh-huh. cockroach milk is amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I can now sing in a falsetto voice. Didn't know oh. if you knew that. Thank you, cockroach milk. Thank you, cockroach milk. <laughs> All right. So so anything that we connect, can be connected um, will be connected. And why? Well, say, for example, that you're on a way to a meeting. Your car could have access to your calendar and already know the best route to take. Now, that's mm-hmm. real. I don't know if you guys have had that happen to you. But right now, when I pull up my phone at like around three o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. Google Maps automatically comes up and says, Hey, you usually go to your house at four o'clock and it says preemptively, Hey, you might want to take this route because it knows right. where I'm Traffic, gonna go. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Internet of Things. That's mm-hmm. an example of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Like it'll tell you how long it takes oh, that yeah. regular route. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And like I say, I mean and then of course like the example of if your alarm clock goes off at six o'clock in the morning, and you're like, I want coffee ready to go after I wake up. Boom. It just like starts it up. Mm-hmm. I know my wife would like that because she does the Keurig thing. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when I would leave like right before her, I would, you know, if she asked me to, I would just go and turn it on. Right. Does yours now, sound like a plane landing? What? Keurig? You're Keurig. I don't drink coffee, so I drink exclusively Keurig coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I don't think I've... It's I think I might have started it it's twice. It's so loud. Oh, really? And it's newer. And I'm like, really? Really? How big like, is this sucker? Is Keurig spelled correctly on yours? Ah, uh, that, yeah, you it know, is. It's, a, it's heavy Is it spelled everything. with a Q? Keurig. No. <laughs> You're so funny. You even had that knockoff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not. It is, a, it is authentic. So another example is, um, have you ever had this situation where, um, where like, if you have a printer and it starts running low on ink and it says, hey... You want to order more ink, and it mm-hmm. says it can do it for you. Yep. Another example of Internet of Things exactly. where it's like, hey, I can go ahead and order more ink for the printer. Mm-hmm. Um, or, of course, wearable devices, too, is considered part of the Internet of Things where it comes up and says, hey, um, I know mine's does it. Hey, you haven't stood up in an hour. Maybe you should yeah. stand up and walk around right. or something right. like that. Um, but on a broader scale, it can be applied to things like transportation networks, like smart cities, um, which can help us reduce waste and improve efficiency for things like energy use. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it opens the door for a lot of opportunities and challenges. And the challenges is the thing I really want to stress. All right. So um, the thing that most people do is when they get something like a device that like a, a smart um, alarm clock or something, they don't update them. And when you don't update something, you don't keep it uh, you know, up to the latest and greatest firmware, it has a tendency to get hacked. Yep. And one of the things we talked about on the security episode is botnets and things like that. Mm-hmm. Most of the times when you want to break into somebody's network or you want to take it down with those uh, denial of service attacks, what you're actually doing, you're not, I'm not going to hack into Jen's computer. I'm going to hack into Jen's alarm clock because you're not checking your alarm clock. You don't care what it does. However, that alarm clock has the same ability to be taken over and right. used to attack something else on the internet the same way that your computer can. That's crazy. And the way that you can combat that is to make sure you always keep it up to date. So instead of crow beak coffee, I might get buzzard beak. Mm-hmm. That'd be so bad. 
Buzzard B. Buzzard B. You're always coming at us, Buzzard B. Coffee. Uh, Coffee trying to take away our our business. I tell you. Get away. Go away. Thank you for that, Jen. (laughs) Jen, always bringing the levity. I love it. (laughs) Um, So, will somebody be able to hack into your toaster and get access to your entire network? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, seriously, I know that sounds really crazy, but if you have a toaster that's connected to the internet, why you need that, I don't know. I don't either. There are items, there are toasters out there that are Bluetooth enabled. There is a toaster that I've actually heard of that can actually design um, a pattern into your oh, bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've heard of this before I've, too. Yeah, right. Okay, I, I haven't not. seen yep. it. And I hear it's like it's connected to the internet and you can like program you it. You can download templates and all that and stuff. And you can have yeah. it. Okay, so yeah. you can have like Yoda faces or what? stuff from Star Wars. I've seen so it. So you're thinking I, I, about your son's lunch soon. Yeah, like I'm going to download your favorite characters. Bones, send yep, you to, yeah. I mean, was oh, a little note from Okay, Dad. that's actually. Like, yep, I get yep. it. I See, that's, that's pretty cute. I didn't even think of it from the kid angle. Yep. That's brilliant. Now, from the kid angle, mm-hmm. if they have a like, customized, oh, that's it's like I cannot wait. Can I, now I can see it? me getting one. <laughs> I can I see me getting. One. But if you're like a Star Wars nerd too, you can oh, get the logo yeah. engraved on your toast. What? You know, that kind of thing. That's brilliant. But if you think, but if that what if that toaster is not updated? Yep. You know, you it could be yeah. hacked and used to like attack other devices. And I mean, pretty so. soon you're gonna just 3D print your toaster anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The toaster itself? It, why not? Yeah, I mean, why not? I know. Make sure I have the Crowbeak coffee, you know, emblem, emblem. put it to the side. Emblazoned, yeah. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually, I don't know if you know the the logo. It's just actually a Crowbeak just like going through a cockroach. Just <laughs> And just then like if you do like 40, it makes a sound. It's like, ah. Well, I just make that noise when I'm just walking through the house sometimes. It's just, just how I run. <laughs> so, but like I say, remember that I said there's like, you know, how many billion, 26 billion devices out here by 2020. Think about how big an army of attackers that could be. So mm-hmm. as you get into this idea of home automation and getting these mm-hmm. automated devices, keep that in mind. Keep your stuff secure. Keep it up to date. Um, and if you're not using it, disconnect it from the internet. If you stop using like, let's say you got that toaster because you're making you know fun toast from your son, for your son. Right? right. And then your son's like, Dad, that's just, that's just corny. You're like, okay, well, fine. I'll stop doing it. Disconnect it from the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, the, take out the, uh, the 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 credentials used to connect it to the network, so that way it can't be compromised. So just putting yeah. that uh, caveat out there. That's there crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but of course, I mean, companies are having to try to figure out what they can do with all this data. Because think about it. I mean, all these devices are sending all this data back, and it's like, well, what do you do with all that? And I think I mentioned on one of our previous episodes about how everyone thinks it's just all these computers like breaking all that data down. No, it's usually just a lot of people, people just sitting just, in a room yeah, just exactly. doing it themselves manually. So they're still trying to figure out what to do. Um, but yeah, that's that's generally how the Internet of mm-hmm. Things works. I mean, so that's the uh, the broad right. overview. Um, again, be safe with it, but enjoy that stuff because, I mean, again, I'm I'm <laughs> this toaster thing is pretty amazing the more I think about yeah, it. I'm right. going to go ahead and break down and get one of those things myself. So, um, so have fun with it, but be safe. So, Orlando, you're basically talking about it's kind of the dangers of things that are tied to the Internet of Things. Yeah. There's some benefits, too. And that's oh, what I'm so. going to hopefully cover in this next segment. Cool. Of, of my little 
bit of the podcast. I just do all the fear mongering. <laughs> <laughs> and I do the light and fluffy, they I guess. There you go. <laughs> Jen and I do the light and fluffy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just do things like, it is bad. Yeah. And Beavin's like, no, it's not too bad. It's not that bad. I'm like, thank you, Beavin. <laughs> It'll be okay. <laughs> and then and, and the Janae boys comes back with the levity. She's like. <laughs> that's right. And that's why I miss doing live podcasts I with you guys. Know. Oh, we miss you too, man. For real. This is the best. That's so. right. Let's dive in. All right. So five benefits of internet appliances. Nowadays, you know, you have refrigerators and toasters like we were talking about that can carve stuff into your your toast for your kid. Mm -hmm. But there are certain things, there are certain products out there that I've actually researched to kind of tell you certain things about, you know, what's in your fridge or how your wash is doing. And that's some of the things I guess you can kind of figure out. Well, let me just go through the process, go through the advantages of having internet connected appliances so one of them is diagnosing problems oh right right so you picture this your fridge is on your refrigerator is on the fritz it's connected to the internet your refrigerator can actually go through a database and access and actually tell the factory hey there's something wrong with my say compressor Mm -hmm. sends a message to the factory and it says hey beavens or orlando's refrigerator needs a new compressor Mm -hmm. and then you can actually through your internet contact Somebody who can service that, have the correct part for you, go to your fridge, replace it, and you're done. Before my government cheese molds. Before your, that's right. <laughs> Using a smart lock to I get know. into your house. That's right. With a Dang. surveillance camera to make sure they don't take anything. Yeah, that's another Especially topic. Especially your toast. <laughs> yeah, that's a topic we're covering next time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're covering that Yeah, really soon. Yeah, There you go. So that's one good thing with the diagnosing problems. Remote monitoring is another one. So say... You have clothes in the wash, and you forget to turn on the laundry, or you, you leave them in there too late. So there could be mold called mildew collecting, and it yeah. smells terrible. Oh, yeah. I, I think we've all done that before. We have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have. There are washing machines out there now that can detect, hey, you've left this laundry in here for X amount of days, and they can actually ping you on your cell phone or on your computer just to say, do you want to restart this? Oh, right, right, right. And... Can I drop a pod or what? <laughs> Just don't eat it. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not in that generation. Yeah, eventually, it'll probably get to that point. Considering there's, you know, 26 billion folks now that have stuff connected to the internet. 26 billion devices. Devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 26, I'm sorry. 26 billion devices connected. Yeah, hopefully not at 26 billion people yet. Yeah, Holy no. Cow, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> We're going to need a Thanos situation yeah, that happens. <laughs> Snap your fingers out. Half of y'all, please go away. Is that pretty geeky that I was going to say the exact same thing? This is a geek podcast. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, I I wasn't thinking that. Sure, sure, (laughs) sure she wasn't. So the same token, if you say, if you have something that, you're at the gym and you're like, oh, my God, I forgot I need, do I have salad dressing in my refrigerator? You can actually go, the refrigerators out there now that you can actually check the inventory of your refrigerator to see. Oh, yeah, I don't have salad dressing, so I need to pick some up before I go home. Now, well, yeah. well, okay, so does that work by like just taking a picture of the stuff in your fridge, or does it actually look at the, the bottles and stuff in your fridge and say, well, it looks like you got salad dressing? Do you know how that works? Okay. Just out of curiosity? For instance, this, all right, the LG Smart Access Refrigerator lets you check the status of your fridge contents remotely via your iOS or Android device. What does it say here? It doesn't really detail about that. I wonder it's if it, probably it, a picture. It's probably a picture. Yeah, you so can you can evaluate, it, yeah. right? 
Right. Because, I mean, I was... Or you would have to have little compartments with feedback on, okay, you use, like, a, you know, like a if milliliter. you have, like, two bottles in yeah. the salad dressing area, right? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised 10, 20 years down the road. That would actually come Yes. Out. You can go to your fridge, scan the barcode, and it'll say, okay, you've got 10 grams of salad dressing in your fridge right now. Right. You take it out, and then it starts reading it every time you bring that piece of whatever and based on is. our predictions you use that in one little dinner so you're ready to get another one and I'm we'll go waiting. ahead and order it through amazon have it delivered i want you. that thing from the jetsons though where it like made all yes. the food for you oh, what was it called the fooder yeah. fooderator yes. whatever it was called and it was like he just put all the stuff yes. in there and he just said i want salad dressing he just like plops out like a bowl of Kaboom. salad dressing that's what Meet i want george jetson <laughs> <laughs> George had it going on, y'all. George, George Jetson was on yeah. that reel. And his family was so cute. Right. And he had Rosie, too. So yeah. Rosie yeah, could make Rosie. it a freaking salad dressing. Uh, you yeah. didn't need to worry about that. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wrote that? What? Because they the were Jet- very progressive. Yeah. Well, they were progressive. But did you ever think about the fact that you never saw the land? You never mm, did. That's no. right. They were in the air. I think it's because it was a nuclear wasteland. <laughs> I really, I know. I never thought of it that jokes, way. Jokes aside, Until, I really think that's the reason why they live so high up is I think that there wow. was a nuclear war See? down on the ground and they were like, everything's obliterated. They were like, hey, we can live hey, in the sky we're now. here with Rosie. We're good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alondo brings the dark side of the he cartoons. That's right. We're thinking about how cool it was. He's like, there was like a nuclear waste plant down there. Sorry, below. I mean, I'm like, this is what apocryphal stuff happened All over here. All the cows right. were t- contaminated. <laughs> and the methane took milk. over. <laughs> All the flowers died. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Dystopian future for everyone. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Beaver. I'm sorry. We always sidetrack your stuff. Your stuff is so good. Well, it's great. That's why we have this this podcast. We can bounce off one another. I know, but I feel like I sidetrack you so much, sir. That's that's good. My bad. I apologize, there. All good. It keeps me active. Keeps me on my toes. So at the same time, (laughs) you can use your mobile phone as well to program. Say, hey, my, my in-laws are coming to town. Oh, crap, I forgot to vacuum. You can actually, there, there are vacuums out there, like, you know, the little Roombas and all that stuff that you can actually activate remotely to say, hey, start cleaning up my living room or whatever it is. So That re- could save marriages. Real, yes. Real-time example. Uh-oh. My father-in-law, who has never visited my house before, is coming this weekend. But and your so, house is so clean. Yeah. Oh, not by Alondo standards. So, uh-oh, uh-oh. so I was like, you know what? I need these floors steam cleaned. And I started looking up and getting somebody to do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and order a steam cleaner. And I was like, man, I wish I could afford that Roomba. The Roomba steam yeah. cleaner. Steam cleaner. Yeah. I don't know if it steam cleans, but I know it like cleans carpet, right? Not, not yeah. the vacuum cleaner. I'm talking about right. the steam cleaner. Well, maybe yeah, it's a steam cleaner like one. Deeper. That right there. Literally, I could see me doing that. If I had one mm-hmm. of those things right mm-hmm. now, I could see me going on the internet, yeah, like from work and being like, "Hey, Roomba, Genabler, would you please clean?" 
all my carpets and just knock it out. That's what if I had a if I had a Roomba steam cleaner, I would call it Genabler. I'm just oh, yeah, real talk. Yeah. I'm sorry. It just is what it is. And I would like, hey, could you clean my carpets so it looks like all my carpets are cleaned up before my father in law gets here? That would be and great. then I'd find all his stalkers. Wait, what? <laughs> That's when Genabler came about. Oh, that's Genabler, right. yes. It wouldn't be called Genabler if it didn't also... Steam cleans and locates your stalkers. Steam that's cleans right. and knows the passwords to my Facebook accounts. Oh, I don't know that, but I can find your stalker. <laughs> the Genabler Roomba steam cleaner can, though. Anyway. <laughs> Generation 2. We, we have something there. I know. Benefit number three. I know. Communication between other appliances. So if you have a washer-dryer setup for, say, like GE, they have this technology called CleanSpeak technology that I can send information from the washer to the dryer so that, hey, I'm washing a specific set of clothes. It can actually give it a specific cycle time. Oh, so so it knows that you did, like, whites in the washing machine. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the dryer is set to dryer the appropriate set to the appropriate temperature and the appropriate drying time. Well, I think delicates makes the most sense, right? Yeah. So, like, if you were mm-hmm. washing delicates, and the dryer is like, "I'm going to be on delicate cycle." Is there a delicate cycle of dryer? Yeah, there is. Yeah, so yeah, yep. that, that makes sense. Yeah, there you go. And then there's also, well, this one is interesting to me. If you select a recipe on the company's smart fridge, you can send the same data to the smart oven, which will automatically heat up to the desired temperature based on the recipe. So. Yeah, if you have that set up for an LG smart oven, I guess, and so smart fridge. Just make sure I'm, I'm understanding. So you're saying, like, if, like, I pull a ham out of the refrigerator, then it'll know and says, am I, am, am I, no, am, am I this, not understanding that correctly? This one is saying, all right, for specific recipes that you have on the, the company's, I guess, database. Oh, yeah. so I'm assuming, mm-hmm. like, it can't detect you have a ham in the you fridge. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're not quite at ham detection technology yet. But. Yet. I don't like that, though, because I will tell you that recently when we purchased our beach house, there mm-hmm. is a smart oven, and I don't like it. Why is that? It's caused problems. It right. cuts off. I don't know how to use it, even though I feel semi-technologically savvy. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that like, I like to turn a button, cook, and all that. I'm just, it's it's cut off. We've had to, it's crazy. I, I am so frustrated. We've called the manufacturer multiple times. Hmm. It's not as simple or as, simplistic right, right. as you would want. I'm going to put out this um, advice to you and say, Maybe you need to update the software on that Could be possible. Oven. But see, I'm not if it's a smart into oven. that. I mean, I know this is... I just... I want like a simple turn a button, mm-hmm. put in a turkey, mm-hmm. pull it out. Right. And I know the newer generations are like, you know, thinking differently. But I just think sometimes it's just a little tough yeah. to do that. Just use a fire pit. Put a fire pit on the back Put porch. Put a big old... Get a spit on top yes. of it. And just sit there and just rotate that bad boy. Boom. Now that's how you roll. Spit roasted See? turkey. That's it, the best turkey ever. It, is it not? And it, it is. Would, specifically it is. from your beach house, the Airbnb ratings would be amazing. So... That's all I'm saying. Nine out of ten people said... Nine out of ten people said spit roasted turkey she has a spit for roast. the win. <laughs> 
and the crows stayed away. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So benefit number four, and I think I touched on this with benefit number three, is the innovative cooking. So you have a specific, well, let me read this so I get it straight. LG, LG's new smart fridge, smart manager, transforms the refrigerator into a food management system. So customers that can use the LCD panel or a smartphone to check what's inside the fridge without opening the door. I said uh-huh. that before. Uh-huh. While smart manager's freshness tracker lets you input foods and check their expiration dates. Ah. Uh. And even recommends dishes to cook based on which ingredients are in the refrigerator. Okay. 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 That one, uh, smart shopping also allows you to buy food right from the LCD when supplies run low. Oh, and mm-hmm. you brought that up. That makes sense. And then there's even a user-driven, this is actually a pretty cool one, a user-driven health manager that recommends recipes based on your personal BMI index. What? Okay, that's no, a little yeah, bit much right there. A fridge that says, dang, <laughs> you are fat. Now, dang, you need to cut back on that, girl. Don't open this door. <laughs> you touch the door it's like hey there tubbo oh Again. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> so we had this like aluminum cookie jar at my house growing up and oh, if gosh. you lifted the lid it always went ding yep so i was like yep. that's that's the electronic oh but that's, the, that's the modern but day it version wasn't of it n- nothing electronic said ding it's just the the sound of the the sound co- i yeah. had to learn how it had a red handle mm-hmm. it was I like the silver aluminum top and a mm-hmm. glass jar wow so my mom like i i was so clumsy at first it was like i'm just gonna get a cookie and then mm-hmm. mom would be like what are you doing and then by the by the end when you were like getting sneaky about it, you would you would come down from the scene like, like Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. <laughs> like do 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 you like grab it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cookie Impossible, you like grab the lid. Slip a little sheet of paper on that detection system so the thing doesn't go off. So much so. She like drops one crumb, she has to pick it up before it hits the ground. My favorite friend. Like, oh, I would hope oh so. My I mean, gosh, y'all still have the authentic. When I would watch puppet. a Cookie Monster eat cookies, and he would like half the crumbs would fall out of his mouth. I was like, Cookie Monster, you don't love cookies. <laughs> you better be picking up them crumbs. So my mom introduces me to Cookie Monster and that cookie jar, and I'm like, Are you crazy? Because like the two don't go together. Because I keep getting in trouble. Oh yeah. You keep telling me that Cookie Monster is a good guy, and it was crazy. But he's getting you in trouble. Cause... I got in so much trouble because of him. Yeah, if we could make like a video of just like Jen like doing the Mission Impossible <laughs> oh, cookie man. cookie stealing thing, listeners. Yeah, I want I want to get a I want to get a Kickstarter started just so we can get the funding <laughs> so we can get this thing like lined up. I mean, just so we can get just video of Jen just come in and dun, 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 cookie chocolate chip chocolate chip. That's right. <laughs> All right, and finally, <laughs> poor David, we got him so sidetracked. Oh my God, my no, boy. it's great, Alondo. You mentioned this before, energy monitoring. Mm-hmm. So that's a big plus for having this technology. And let me read this again. GE, LG, and Whirlpool are making their wares more energy efficient by monitoring energy consumption. Whirlpool's My Smart Appliances with Sixth Sense Live technology shows up on your mobile devices, and it allows you not only to control them, but see their core energy usage. Yep. So it shows you power consumption, and it shows you the things that you can actually... Oh, hold on. It can actually show you things like it'll alert you when your lint, is, lint filter is clogged on your uh, dryer, mm-hmm. or you have an open fridge door. 
Good deal. Oh, yeah, because that your filter on your dryer can cause fires. Exactly. So you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you know, 20 years from now, I'm sure that thing will say, filters clogged, let's just incinerate whatever's in there. It's kind of like the seatbelt. You know, alarms, like, filter clog, filter clog. You're like, oh, my gosh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to clean it right now. Yeah, I'm going to clean it someday. <laughs> someday. Oh, my god. Sometime. Anyway, go ahead. That's my report. <laughs> Thank you so much, Vivian. Thank Appreciate you. it. Oh, oh, so Thank fun. you for letting us sidetrack you so much, sir. <laughs> I love it. I Otherwise, you take my topic Beeman. and just make it... Make it a lot more fun than it is. Next time we're gonna just we're just gonna dronely just come in here one time and be like, Will someone be able to hack into your toaster and there might be access to your entire network? The IoT also opens up companies all over the world to more security. Than please no. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. You sure? Oh my please, goodness. Please no. no. We can do that just one time. Just <laughs> no. So I'm gonna talk about two things your pet and your luggage. Pet, luggage, pet my two favorite things. Not the two together. Yeah, but... let's say, hold on. Luggage made of pets. Wait, what? <laughs> Whoa, so, what? I mean, everyone's kind of obsessed with their pet, right? No, not everyone. I know you're not, <laughs> but I'm obsessed with your pet. <laughs> <laughs> I come in, I'm like, oh my God, your dog so is so good. cute. He's like, he's my dog. I know. She's my dog. She's my dog. My dog. It's, right. it's, it is my what dog. it is. I'm like, dog. oh, but it's so cute. No, I'm obsessed with pets. So, <laughs> well, my pet loves the fact that every everyone loves my dog, like except you. No, I just <laughs> I don't deify my dog. It's just right, it's, right. My dog is my, it's my dog. It's, it's just my dog. My dog, mm. whatever. And we're yeah. like, <gasps> but anyway. So, <laughs> pet chats is the coolest way to use Wi-Fi to come in and like talk to your pet when you're at work. Okay, how do you feel about that? Tell me more. Audience, yes, please. Crickets, no crickets. No, no, no. Tell me I'm, more. I'd like no, I, I, I want to like hear more. Yes. So the commercial for Pet Chats is super cute. It's okay. this lady at work, and she's kind of like in a board meeting, and she's bored, and she's like, oh, da, 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 and her dog's laying on the bed asleep, kind of like looking up, waking up, going back to sleep. They're mm-hmm. both bored. And suddenly there's a noise. Wait, she's she, at work? She's at work yeah. talking okay. about her dog. So, okay, so first of all, she needs a new I've job. Okay, that. go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> they should fire her. <laughs> no, she's no. bored. She's like, oh, hum, I got nothing to do. So they, <laughs> I'm just getting paid to sit here, but okay. <laughs> I am so sorry. Go ahead, Jen. <laughs> no, so I'm... Anyway, so because I'm a teacher, I know every summer is hard on my dog because she's all about her people at my house. I have a lab, so... She loves her family, loves people. Mm-hmm. When we all like leave, it's summer starts, or I mean, I'm sorry, summer's over and school starts. It's kind of like the house is dead right. and she has yeah. anxiety. Mm-hmm. Okay. This would be perfect for my dog. So I could be sitting in class, cut it on. She could hear a noise that kind of signals to her mm-hmm. that Pet Chats is activated. This dog like runs off the bed, gets to the pet chats, and the the owner. It's kind of cheesy, you know how commercials are. Right, right. But they're showing you that then you can talk to your dog, and the dog knows the signal to mm-hmm. hit a button to get a treat. Gotcha. Yep. So you're okay. literally talking. It's kind of like Rosie talking mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the dog. And the dog gets a treat. It, it's one little treat that falls down, and you can. You can designate what treat goes to the dog. 
I'm just picturing you in class and all of a sudden just taking out your phone and saying, Who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? So what is the actual device? Is it like a little like... It's attached to the wall and yeah. it's like a little... It's a pod with a video camera. Yeah. Okay. And it's mm-hmm. safe for the dog, it said. I'm like, Yeah, I've okay. seen similar technology. Safe for the yeah. Uh huh. It's a little less than $400. Right. Right. So that it gives you kind of that peace of mind. And I think, yeah, they've, they've had a certain like pet spas that do the same right. thing. You can mm-hmm. log on the internet and just look at a video cam of your dog. But this is more of a, an accessible version of it. Exactly. Right. <clears throat> but it has the ability to also serve out treats. Yep. Exactly. You yeah. can do lots of things with it. Mm-hmm. So I don't really worry about my dog to that level, but I know some people do. My dog has adapted very well, even though she has a little bit of anxiety sure. once the summer ends. Right. She's still gotten used to it because she's five now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's. You know, there are people out there that worry about their dog, or if a dog walker comes over to walk their dog, you can kind of see what's what's going going on, on. and your dog's safe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, they Mm -hmm. have an HD camera. Nice. There's a motion and sound detection, Mm -hmm. a safe microphone plus a speaker, so that, like, your dog, you can hear them, they can hear you. Yep. Um, A sharp display, it's an LCD screen, a treat release... You can even activate aromatherapy because, like, honestly, you may not know this, but lavender oils can get rid of fleas. It's a natural way to prevent fleas. I did not know that. Did not know this. I knew it calms down, though. I knew I love the color lavender for a reason, and now I know (laughs) even more the reason why. Well, and peppermint, too. Peppermint Peppermint gets rid of... Yeah, peppermint's really good. And mint, actually, is really good for keeping some things away as well, Mm -hmm. I heard, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's Ants. also, mm-hmm. this is super cool, a paw call system. It's spelled P-A-W-C-A-L-L mm-hmm. system. And that is a floor station button for your pet to use to actually call you. So that would be me <laughs> in class going, hold on, students. Georgia's calling me. <laughs> but imagine how cool that would be because I've always kind of entertained the idea of pet therapy for students and children mm-hmm. to kind oh, of yeah, like yes. calm them. Right. I may not be able to bring her physically into my classroom. But you can show her. We'd be like, hey, there's That's Georgia. Cool. Hey, guys. Let's yep. like entertain her. She can entertain you. Yep. Yep. That might help more kids than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. The data does support that. That's and then great. there's streaming TV 24-7 to keep your dog company while you're out of the house. Mm. So we put the animal planner on, and that sounds very cliche, but she loves it. <laughs> it's animal very planner. user-friendly. Okay. Dog vibe, yeah. Um, your pet will actually see whatever's on the display, obviously. And then they actually learn how to hit the treat button. It's kind of like Pavlov. Pavlov. Like if I hit right, this, right. mom's going to reply. Mm-hmm. Kind of that. And then you but can the actually... dog can't release the treat themselves. They hit the treat button, you get a you notice, and then the you yeah. okay. determine if you're going to release the treat. Let me press the button. Treat. Treat. Can you guys <laughs> imagine that, though, how cool that would be for a dog? What? Oh, I want to get a treat. Boop. I want to get a treat. I want to get a treat. If they got the treat themselves? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they figure it out quick. That's almost as bad as Janabler, like, hovering over that cookie jar right there. I know how to lift it. The other one is moving or blue smart luggage. 
And the reason that I'm bringing this one up is because I have back problems. I have a sciatic uh, nerve issue, and mm-hmm. lifting heavy things hurts my back a lot. You can tell people from weightlifting. It's all right. Yeah. I know. She's so can you imagine Olympic just like telling? Yeah. I know, exactly. Yep. She used to mm. she'd do the deadlifts and stuff. She was like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be me. That would be when she was training for that tell. Mission Impossible drop-in situation on that cookie jar. But keep I going. I hurt my back trying to get a cookie. I know. It's crazy. That. That's that strap thing. It goes across the back. It, yeah, it's no joke. It can hurt you. It hurt. It I hurt know. Me. So imagine just being able to walk to an airport and your luggage travels with you based on where you are. Yes. So you have this app on your phone. Yep. It gives you like that travel, mm-hmm. and it tells you it tells the luggage where you are. So someone can't steal your luggage. Yes. It has a lock on it. If they try to, they can't get into it. They would have to like literally beat it to death. Right, right. And um, I've seen the te- te- yeah, and that tech. Cool. Yeah. Am I not understanding this correctly? Are you telling me this is like luggage that just rolled around? Yes, after you? I've seen it. Yep. It follows you it like a puppy. Crazy. Get yeah. out of here! No. Yeah. This is brilliant right uh-huh. now. <laughs> What? It, what? what so would even, your phone has... Go ahead, Beaver. No, no. I was going to say, what it would even be better if you can just sit on it and it just takes you to yeah, your Yeah, wouldn't that be... Oh, snippity yeah. snaps. Let's do it. Let's, let's make it. Yeah, make it like a little scooter. Oh, uh-huh. man. We're we going to mm-hmm. do this. We're going to brand it Be Bitwise Luggage. Be That's Bitwise right. Luggage. And it would go. It would be luggage. green, just what? like our logo. Yeah. It would be visible oh, at any terminal. Because you knew which, which piece of luggage was yours. We are on this thing right now. So you I'm trademarking walk. it as we talk, right? Yep. <laughs> so there's like you know that app that is like feeds it back to your luggage. That yeah. That's where my owner is going. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna follow my owner. Right. Hey, if a so Tesla can do it, how come your luggage can't exactly. do it? I mean, so okay, so question: the luggage itself, I guess you can plug it in to charge it because I'm. It's obvious there's like yeah, some so kind of battery in it. Yeah, you can charge your phone it. in it as well. It has a huge battery that. It says it's like four to five times faster than the traditional right. cell phone charger. So you can actually charge your phone or anything Man. else nice. into the luggage. This is what kind of ticks me off about this because I could have used this five years ago. Oh, heck yes. It's like $3,000. Oh, uh, well, then crazy. never mind. I should have saved the Yeah. Before. El Frugale Alondo. Oh, you don't get on that. That's cheese. Uh, they pay for well, yeah, no. Well, I, I don't think Beeman's bank account can support no, me getting that this not week. No, so. not at all. Neither can mine. Yeah, because yeah, there's a personal story with mine attached to that. One of these airlines that I flew on five years ago lost my luggage. Yeah. Yes. Never found it. Ever. Yeah. Ever. That's the perfect story. Keep going. Well, it was just I dropped it off at the local airport expecting my luggage to be in Vegas. I was flying to Vegas for a friend's wedding, and I had everything in it. My camera, my clothes, oh, no. the only thing I that remember I remember the story. Oh, man. Okay, so, yeah. Because it was the same wedding. That's right. We went to the same wedding. And I forgot about it. You told me that thing, and you told me about how you lost, like, all this Everything. stuff. My camera. I had My wife had bought me a suit for <gasps> the wedding to wear in Vegas. You never found it? Never you found never it. You never got that luggage? Never. Ever. ever. I, have, I have, on my phone, there's a counter, a, a year counter that says how long it's been since that luggage has been lost. So Whoa. how much money did that cost you? Like, what did you lose I monetarily? Est- I estimated about, I want to say around 2000 bucks worth of stuff in there because my camera, camera my yeah. $400 camera was in there as well. 
And I contacted the company, and the first thing that they said when I, the luggage didn't appear in Vegas was, oh, we can see it on here. It's actually in Chicago. It should be there in a couple of hours. A couple oh, of hours no. came back, nothing. I called them back. It's like, we can't find where your luggage is at, sir. Like, well, what am I supposed to do? So What did you do? Wow. All I had, I, I just had to file a claim with the company, and they basically gave me half of what I estimated. There's wow. the issue, though. They don't give you full price. They don't give you full you price. Mean. And the kicker, the kicker about that was they didn't cover the camera. They said oh. that was, that's, that's not covered under our policy. So basically, so these are trackable. So yes, you, know, you can find I them no matter exactly where. I could have exactly used that. Wow. I could have known up. exactly where my luggage was, That's whether it was crazy. at the airport or somebody mm-hmm. took it off the curb. By the way, tip for you guys: never do curbside chicken. That's what happened when I did that. Really? And I guess somebody probably just see. And that's the, the a lot of people like to use curbside because they feel like. Oh, it was the last minute, and I'm getting um, I'm getting over on the yeah, airline because I'm checking in something and I yeah. have to pay for it. No, nope. but that's the risk you take when you do that. Somebody else is checking. Somebody in. else is checking in that like bag. Heck. Yep. So I could have used that luggage yes. exactly five years ago when all this stuff went down. It's kind of crazy though to think about how technology allows us to really track everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it kind of makes you wonder. I would be afraid to take anything because you never know. Yeah. Your picture's going to be on, you know, right. Dateline or wherever saying <laughs> she took their luggage. Not mm. that I would do that anyway, but I think nowadays you have to be so careful because yeah, Wi-Fi is everywhere. Right. And so this kind of proves it. But my favorite is the pet chats because I'm the actually thinking about asking for that for Christmas from Aww. Santa. Because I would love to be like, hey, Georgia, what's going on? And but your dog actually barks back and all that kind of stuff. Like she you, would be right, very Stephen. interactive. Yeah, see, my dog doesn't bark. I train my dog right. not to bark. So You train your dog not to like do anything and say, hi. <laughs> oh, my, my dog, cute. Oh, my dog can look cute. My yeah. dog, can get dog up, is uh-huh. so precious. My dog could get up in a, in a camera and be like, hey. <laughs> oh, blinky, so blinky, cute. blinky. Blinky, 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 tree, tree for me. Uh huh. Yeah, I can see my dog doing that. Yeah, and I've got a one-year-old Boston Terrier. Which, if I got yeah, that device, Jen, I'd be like, No, stop! Yes, no, get, get off! Get, get off! off no, of no, stop! No, I don't lift you your leg on that. Oh, the early, the early days. That would be <laughs> me on that phone, just see. screaming at that dog. <laughs> yeah. Stop it! Stop now, Obi. <laughs> Obi, I love that name too. I love it though. I'm so excited. I really want to get this. Cool. I really do. It sounds. I will get it when my dog has calmed down and when he's three years old. Right like now, at thirteen, maybe. Yeah. That breed does Terriers, not calm down. Oh god. Not from what I heard. Not from what I heard. They don't calm down. So. Adorable as heck, but goodness She's gracious! Like, I've got another year in me. Get the pet chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia, yes. Yeah, Jordan Amori, Jordan, yes. Yeah. Obi, not no. so much, huh? Uh-huh. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the uh, the, the uh, in, Thanks, insider Jen. info on this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, team, is there anything else you guys want to cover? Of course, you guys. I mean, you just. 
have all kinds of stuff you want to point to. We now. would love to cover really? more, but we're yeah, done. cover more. You sure? Yeah, no. You want to go more into his Mission Impossible situation with the cookie da, jar? Da, you know, da, no. Da, you sure? Da. You good? All right. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, uh, little bits and big bites. That's uh, this week's show. Thank you for joining in. We hope you learned a lot about uh, the Internet of Things and how that actually works. And um, of course, make sure you, you know, keep your devices up to date. Um, look out for your uh, refrigerator that's tracking you and calling you fatto. <laughs> <laughs> Put it down. Do not open. Look out for your body shaming refrigerator coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, and, and then, of course, uh, yeah, thank you, Jen, for giving us updates on uh, the, the, the pet technology, the, the treat-serving technology that is, what is it called, PetSmarts? No, pet. it was called Pet Chats. Pet, pet Chats. Chats. Thank you so much. Yes, that. And, uh, and I... I I, I think that's going to be like the highlight, though, is this pet chest thing. Though. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but the, uh, the the luggage thing is all I'm thinking about. I, I, I just kind of want to ride it. <laughs> yeah. <honest> with you, so. <laughs> if you have a luggage that's shaped like R2-D2, that would look cool. It's so cool in the airport, oh too, goodness, just yes. following you around. Yeah. You know, every nerd would probably be all on it, and everybody yep. who's like not into nerd culture would be like, mm, what's nerd. that nerd doing? Yeah. What are they doing? <laughs> that's right. So nerd. Well, so uh, that being said, if you'd like to reach out to us, uh, you can do so on Twitter at BeBitWise, uh, Facebook at www.facebook.com slash BeBitWise, email at podcast at BeBitWise.com, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast delivery app. Um, it only takes two seconds uh, for you to give us a five-star review, which I hope you will do. If you don't like us, then... Um, Why are you listening to us? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. fourteen episodes in. What the heck, y'all? I I know, right? At this point, listening. uh, Unless you're into that kind of thing, which we'll take the listens anyway. (laughs) 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 Uh, If you want to get more information about what we talked about today, of course, you can go look at the uh, show notes at our uh, website at www.bebitwise.com. Pull up the episode, and at the bottom of the. uh, post it'll have the uh, show notes um like i say every week make sure you tune in remember to learn something new every day and let's, let's all be bitwise bit wise. bye y'all bye See y'all I thought were like the moody or I'm yeah. not moody right. at all. I'm very consistent. Hmm. I can I get know, that way. I don't see you I can as get moody, moody at times. But, but I cannot yeah. imagine you being like up, down, no. crazy, slashing right. uh-huh. tired. <laughs> no. Like not lifetime. That's that's chemical imbalance right there. That's not that's not zodiac. <laughs> yup, yup. We on that other level nonsense to do right with there. Your sign, honey, you need to go. To yeah, the exactly. And that's help. that's called therapy and yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. serious therapy. Oh, absolutely. Oh, somebody not. just got towed. That was her. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Be make sure it's not your car. She could have came over here and swatted you, man. <laughs> you said what color was that car? What? Y'all, Y'all have that city out here tonight, Amanda. I know, I know. World. It's a rough neighborhood. Oh, my goodness. It's a rough neighborhood, I tell you right now. <laughs>
<laughs> you know you're not in a rough neighborhood when, when your neighbor across the street drives a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got a Tesla, and he's out there every so often with his sad little drone, just, just flying around the sky. Flying I'm around. Like, I'm like, there's nothing sadder than watching like a, a middle aged man with a drone. <laughs> just like, oh yeah. he's reliving. I'm like, uh, what are you doing with that? No clue. Like, oh. if I had a drone, like, I would set it up to, like, follow me, like, bike riding or something. Take cool that videos. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that would be really, really cool. Like, that if I was, would. like, biking through, like, Newport News Park. Yep. Um, like, they have, like, the drone just, like, follow me around and stuff. But And he's just doing, like, remote. He just, he just he's sitting just there. Like... He flies up the street, flies back down the street. I'm like. He's-